0: Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the podcast series, Mum, You've Got This. If this is your first time listening, there are 18 other awesome episodes you could go back and have a listen to and also an intro episode at the start, which sort of explains exactly what the series is about. If you want to have a quick listen to that, if you are liking the series, would love for you to leave reviews on iTunes, like, comment, share the episodes with your friends, really helps to broaden the reach of the listeners to this podcast. Today, the person on episode 19 is Lisa. Lisa, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast series. Oh, no, thanks for having me. Do you want to explain um, a bit, first of all, about your family situation as it is right now? So your children, your partner, what you guys kind of do for work and your your family dynamic?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, Okay, so I'm obviously Lisa and my husband's Brad and we've been married for, I think, just over seven years and we have a really cute little three-year-old boy um and he was kind of like the highlight of our life and the three of us were traveling on really beautifully and we thought we'll add another baby to the bunch and then we um found out that we we're expecting triplets so we <laughs> doubled our family size i guess we i just realized that it, yeah we effectively effectively doubled it in one hit so we were not expecting that and we i still don't think think we understand that but um yes so it, everything has changed they're three months old now um and life is super busy um but it's also really weird because I kind of can't remember what I w- was doing before so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know
0: <laughs> funny how quickly we adapt
1: yeah I think it's like um a do or die kind of yeah thing. <laughs> You've got Hopefully double, so you've got like
0: triple, quadruple survival mode happening right now. With, you know, I know.
1: I think I live hilarious. on the adrenaline.
0: <laughs> well, you do because you have so much energy. I was just looking at your oh, no, I don't. story before. <laughs> well, you, it's smoke mirrors because it's looking like you do. It's, um, <laughs> it's hilarious. And so what was your, so you're not working right now, obviously. What was your career no. prior to having your three beautiful triplet girls?
1: Yeah. So, um, I work in fashion, um, and I was the creative director most recently for an online company called St. Rock. Um, so they're an online fashion retailer. Um, and they were so good about this because, um, I had actually only just started working there when I found out I was pregnant, let alone with triplets. Um, and so I was just like, and when I did, they were just so excited and, um, over the moon and so supportive. Um, and even now that like, we're still in contact and they're just such beautiful people. Um, so I'm like, I was really lucky to be working there when this happened. Cause they also looked at like at the health side of it is like such a big thing with a triplets mm. pregnancy. And they were really, really good about, you know um, I mean, I had a really healthy pregnancy, but they made sure that I didn't do anything I shouldn't do or never put pressure on me to, you know, do anything i shouldn't and if anything were completely the opposite way so yeah i can't thank them enough for helping me get as far as i did in my pregnancy because i got to 35 weeks which is pretty insane with yeah triplets. wow with
0: triplets that's amazing mm. so what happened when you so obviously you found out you're pregnant um when did you find out that it was triplets what sort of scan was that
1: um at the at the dating scan so mm. um yeah so we just like i still like think about it and i'm like get all tongue-tied because i'm like i can't believe that happened to us and i can't believe we're here but (laughs) we we, um we went to and my husband wasn't going to come um he was going to mind xavier and i was going to go there and then um my dad was like oh look i'm in town um so why don't you go with lisa thank god he did because to be honest i would not have been able to drive myself home i was shaking (laughs) like i was in proper shock and um and I don't think he would have believed me if I rang him and said, mm. "Oh, guess what <laughs> It's triplets so um yeah, so we found out at that very first scan, and it took a while for the the sonographer to um actually like say anything, and we were sitting there in the kind of the dark room and um and then they turned the screen around, and uh, to be honest, I couldn't even see anything on the screen anyway, and they were like. There's a heartbeat and I was like, oh thank God. Cause it took that long that I was thinking something's think, wrong. Think, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so then they're like, oh, there's another one. And I was like, twins. And then they're like, and there's another one. And I like, flung up. I'm actually imitating it right now. I'm like you can't see it. But I'm like, what? Like and my husband is like oh, we just started swearing and like oh my god yeah, they had to leave the room they're like we'll be back in five minutes and me and brad are yelling at each other like it was just like i truly really wish that we had filmed it because yeah
0: but who we, saw that coming yeah. like wow no one so. no one saw that coming so is there a history of multiples in your family
1: um twins there's history Mm. of twins but no triplets so um and actually just before we walked in Brad was like I'd love it if we could have twins and I was like oh don't be so silly you don't have to carry them like and that was almost like his last words before we walked into the scan (gasps) oh my god this is your fault
0: (laughs) yeah well literally (laughs) (laughs) big part of it oh my goodness um so what about what does what does Brad do for work
1: Yeah. So he, um, he's a lifeguard, um, for Renwick council. So he's a professional lifeguard and he's also a locksmith. So, um, yeah, he, he likes to think of himself as always saving people. That's what he tells me. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, so he, he's super fit and active and, um, yeah, like we, I mean, I, I say I use the past tense because we did have like a really active, lovely life. Like, So we're always at the beach. We live near the beach and everything. Um, But since having them, like we've pretty much, without the whole coronavirus being part of it, we've actually been pretty much in self-isolation anyway. Like it's just been such a big life change. Mm. So we've been more learning to cope with them. Like I would be too paranoid to take them out of the house. More so like trying to fit like the logistics of it themselves. Mm. So we're lucky we moved into, um, actually, the day that I found out I was pregnant, We moved into our brand new home that we'd been building for a few years. Um, And then two weeks after that was when we found out about them actually being triplets. So thank Mm. God we'd moved into our new home because if we'd been in our apartment, (laughs) I don't know what would have happened.
0: (laughs) So we're lucky. So what is it like managing twins triplets, sorry, on the day-to-day? Like I always wondered, do they wake each other up if one of them cries? Do they get used to Mm. each other's sounds? Do they all share a room? Like... So
1: um, many questions. They I <laughs> <laughs> um they kind of do and don't. Like it depends because they I feel like I've learned so much about babies of this whole experience and I've also been able to apply my knowledge from having um my son's called Xavier, but we call him X. So my yeah. knowledge of X. So I kind of learn about sleep cycles and things with him. So I, I know that they kind of sleep like 40 to 45 minutes before they might either wake or like go through another sleep cycle. So I think they'll only wake each other if they're nearing the end of like a sleep cycle. They're really used to noise. So they can sleep through each other crying as long as it's not too close to like them, them waking themselves anyway. So mm. Ailey's the loudest and she, just, she can just go for it. Um, but if if we're trying to get them down at night or anything like that, we, we'll definitely keep, if one's crying, we'll keep them separate from the others so that um, yeah. the others settle because once one goes, they it turns into a chain reaction and you can't come back from that. It's yeah. pretty... And no one has enough hands. We've got no pairs. She's amazing. So there's quite often the three of us walking around with a baby and X in the middle just like praying for attention. <laughs> I know. Wow. But, um, but, yeah, it's a pretty strict routine. Um, we got put into a routine. and The girls were in um, the NICU ward or special care ward um, after their birth for about a month. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was more like the first little bit was like about health. They were born so healthy and there was like minimal things that had to be done, but, um, I had to kind of fatten them up and teach them how to suck and, um, everything like that. So they were there for a while. So they got them into a really, really strict routine and we've just never... Um, played around with it like they're obviously developing and a bit more awake now and everything like that but they still get fed every three hours and if one's up they like we wake them all up they all get fed and they all get put back they have a bit of play time now but they all get it's all the same because otherwise you would just be feeding all day
0: I was gonna say yeah. as it is you feel like you're in a constant cycle one <laughs> like, newborn let alone three so you'd think that you'd have to yeah you'd have to have them all on the same cycle or do your best to get them yeah. on the same routine otherwise you'd just be never ending and
1: people are like, what? You're gonna wake the baby up? I'm like, yeah, we're waking the baby up. Like wake that baby up right now. <laughs> like we don't have time. If you want me to sit here and feed one after the other, like by the other time I get to the end of the third one, we'd start have to start again. Oh so,
0: god, yeah. Yeah. So how no, what about what about logistically? Mm-hmm. Like if you what sort of car do you drive? So fit for
1: Oh my gosh, <laughs> the car situation. Oh, this was like the worst. This was I know I'm gonna sound really um what's the word like precious about this, but (laughs) I had finally got my Jeep. Like I really just wanted a big white SUV and I got a white Jeep and that was great. And that was a month before we found out about this and so the jeep doesn't fit for children does it so i had to trade in my jeep for a kia carnival which i'm like you can't I really compare I, i'm like it's just like and the worst thing was i lost so much money on b- trading in a brand new car so it's just been like one like thing after like the car and then i only said it to brad today i'm like we haven't even put another tank of petrol in that car. Like, it's still got the oh. same tank that we bought it with. So we could have kept the gym because we haven't gone anywhere. So we could have just kept it, like, and not lost as much money. And, oh. like, yeah, like, anyway. So <laughs> we got our nice car in the garage. Um, yeah, so that's there. And we even, ha- yeah, but even that, like, there was a bit of a debacle, um it's advertisers uh, it can have four car seats but you can't have four car seats at the same time because they've oh. moved the point so we had to go and get an engineer to add in an extra ca- pa- like point to put the capsule and just like i'm like this car has just being like the bane of my existence oh. so <laughs> but it's fine it's we're there, very sorted and, now and when yeah, you get about sorted. the house
0: it's there exactly it's there we can we can <laughs> leave if we want to so, I've got a pretty clear picture of what life 's like, and especially been the last few months for you. Um, do you want to talk about sort of like go back to when you kind of finished your schooling like did you go to university? what was your career path? did you travel all that side of things from a um, a career point of view?
1: Yeah, so I think that 's probably the hardest thing for me actually is um, is the career aspect because I was such a career orientated person. Um, mm and i was i so i grew up on the central coast and i moved to sydney um and studied fashion design so um i started at East sydney fashion design studio for four years um and then i had um some amazing jobs um so one of the job that i was probably in the longest was um i worked my way up to be the creative director and um That was, I was overseeing like all the intimates and swim of all the different brands that we had. And that was working with the Kardashians and um, some other American celebrities like Rachel Roy, um, Peter Morrissey from Australia. Um, Yeah, there was um, lots of different brands and things. So I was in LA and New York a lot. Um, So we had a Sydney office, a LA office, and a New York office. And um, I've got so many friends that I made over there um, and I kind of had like a little life over there because um, mm. I was spending so much time over there. So I do, I really do miss that. Um, but that after even that job, that was when I kind of got onto into online. Um, so I went and worked at shoppo for, I think two, two or three years. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. And so there are another online success company and that was great um, experience because the experience I'd had with my other jobs had mainly been like branded experience. So, um, you would, they would have their own online stores, but they would also be so like, I would go and sell into like Nordstrom or Bloomingdale's, um, DJ's or Maya back here. Um, so it was about like retailing it and wholesaling it. Whereas this was amazing and probably well, definitely especially in today's climate um mm. where the future is learning about e-com and um well, everything i learned at showpo is just amazing like getting that kind of exposure like that's such an amazing company
0: i actually know I, I when i traveled in my early 20s i was in um yeah. the greek islands and met jane over yeah. there um and was she on
1: top of a table dancing 100 percent, she time? was yeah and yeah. With,
0: i can't remember that bar in eos or wherever it is santorini i can't remember whether you wear the helmet and you get hammered on the head and have shots and stuff like that um, yes. it was just like constantly up there doing I mean. that santoria <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's a party party girl and when we got back to a Australia. i went up to sydney and for a weekend and we caught up and she's you know she gave me this card she's like oh, i'm about to start this online clothing business and i was like well oh, okay um and now look at it like she's just next level yeah and incredible and she's pregnant right she's about to be a mum. yes she's pregnant time. yep so um
1: oh that's really exciting for her and her family so yeah that's it'll be a big um change oh, curve I guess you yeah. change yeah like she's got great family around her so I know she'll yeah. get a lot of support but she's also got she takes her job quite seriously um like in regards to um other people's livelihoods so mm. um I, I'm really interested to see how that all plays out for her and the guys over at Chopo. so so yeah, where did you go after um
0: Shopo?
1: yeah so that was when I um went to St. Frox Um, so then, um, that was the next, um, econ um, retailer that I was telling you about. So that's, um, another amazing woman, Sandra D. Um, so I'd actually met Sandra like years ago. So I also have, I've kind of taken an extended leave. I have um, a resort wear brand called Lisa Kelly creative. Um, and when I had Xavier, the plan was to go on maternity leave and kind of get that off the ground. But I actually, met in mother's group um another amazing woman um nadine and nadine and i created this um business called burrito baby australia so we have this swaddle that we developed the pair of us um so we met in mother's group and we just hit it off and we've created this brand because the swaddle itself and i'm i would not be using something that didn't work with three babies mm-hmm. like i just don't have time to but like yeah. you know pretend but they literally are in them probably 20 hours of the day um, and they. Fully work these um, swaddles, so it's kind of like you put your little hand, their little hands, in the pockets, and then strut, um, swaddle them up nice and tight in this stretchy fabric. Mm. And um, I'm t- like, I, I'm just blown away by how much they do work, and how That's much amazing. great feedback we've had, and um, how much they do work for my children. So oh, um, I'll
0: have to grab the link off you and post it. I'm sure plenty of people will yeah. like, "How do I get yeah. one of those?" yeah it's unbelievable like yeah I just, if a woman with triplets swears by them I, I think that they're gonna work <laughs>
1: I, uh, exactly and I messaged Nadine I was like like we knew they worked because we'd had so much feedback and we'd done so many photo shoots with babies where they literally stopped crying like immediately oh, but wow. I messaged her one night I was like they really really work and I'm know an oh. emotional person because I've just had triplets but like I can't <laughs> believe that they really work this well like then I was only thinking to her I'm like oh god they're gonna stop, start rolling soon and I'll have to stop using them and oh, what are we gonna yeah. do <laughs> so yeah no that's yeah so we're surrounded by amazing women basically yeah
0: amazing women attract amazing women um so what where were you working when you had um azavia do you want to talk about that process of maybe meeting um brad and when you got married and decision to have a child falling pregnant pregnancy that kind of thing
1: yep so i met brad i guess probably I think 10 years ago. Um, maybe. No, it'd be longer. Oh my God, it's nearly 20. What oh. um, <laughs> difference?
0: <laughs> oh my God, you definitely. Whoops. You're excused. <laughs> you're excused. <I'm> like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, A
1: well, roundabout, you know, 10 or 20, something around there. <laughs> figure. figure. <County. laughs> um so I actually was studying at the time or I just finished studying and I was working in surf dive and ski um retail to put myself Ah. through college and I'd also I think I got my first job yeah for um Peter Morrissey in Oriton I was their design room assistant um but I was working in retail as well to like because I wasn't getting paid very much and I remember this guy coming to the surf shop in he tried on pretty much every pair of sunglasses in the cabinet and I was just like, <laughs> like he was very flirty, and very touching, which is his, him anyway. He's very touchy feely kind of loving person, but um, he left and he bought the sunglasses and I was saying to one of the girls later, Oh, this really cute guy coming earlier, you know, he's really flirty and she's, and then she, there was, had been some other guy in in between and um, she thought I was talking about them and she was like, Lisa, that guy's engaged. He's getting married in Bali. I'm like, what? I was like, <laughs> she seen how flirty he was. I'm like, that's disgraceful. And anyway, I started running into Brad like down at the beach or I would, and one day I was going for a walk and I was on my way home and I happened to, I didn't know where he lived. I was walking from my girlfriend's house and he pulled up behind me and he was like, Hey, Hey. And I just kept walking and he was like, "What? what's wrong with you? Like, what are you doing? Like, he was kind of shocked by how rude i was and i was like i turned around i'm like i know you've got a girlfriend and actually fiance so i don't know why you're trying to talk to me and he's like what what are you talking about <laughs> and what and what are you talking about and i'm like a complete stranger basically to him and i'm like lashing <laughs> to him about having a fiance <laughs> <laughs> He's like what like, I know you've got a fiance so I'd just rather you didn't talk to me thanks and, and I don't know how he ended up getting my number I think it was through my flatmate at the time and she was and she was like Lisa I don't know how but in the end they worked out but and I I trusted my flatmate I'm like are you sure and she's like he definitely doesn't have a fiance <laughs> um <laughs> and then they worked out who I was talking about and it all came out and anyway we ended up obviously dating and then I think I would have been 22 or three when that were around then. And then, um, and we broke up just after my 25th birthday and we broke up for a few years and that's when I started my business and he actually went traveling overseas for a few years. I we just had time to ourselves and we always kept in contact, but, um, both had like other partners and just life, you know, just mm. grew up a bit cause we were quite young. And then I think it was around when I was 29, I'd say, um, we finally got back together and everyone was like, of course. Mm. So, um, and yeah. And then within, I think I'd say six months we're engaged and then, um, married maybe a year after that. And then, so we got married in 2013 and then we had Xavier in 2017. So, um, whilst that whole time I was still traveling a lot for work and um, we did lots of travel as well together, which was amazing. Like our honeymoon was to the Greek islands and Croatia and um, Rome and yeah, I don't know where else, a few other pla- like amazing, amazing mm. places. And I got to travel a lot through the U S for work. Um, yeah. So we've done, we've done a lot um, and we, yeah, definitely wanted a baby. And then he came – I'd say it probably took us about two years to fall pregnant with him. Okay. Um, yep, so a long time compared to what you think is going to happen, I guess. Mm. Um, and then, um, yeah, then he came and then our we, uh, lives were just completely shell-shocked. Like, I don't know. You can't kind of prepare like you're like, why didn't you tell me it was going to be like this? But like the actual (laughs) comprehension is just not there. Yeah. It doesn't register. No. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, it was quite extreme. Um, but yeah, he, I think around that six month mark, we got a sleep nanny in. And from that point on, it was so much like getting that big chunk of sleep made such a big difference. So, Mm. and that was when I went back to work actually, um, back to Shoko then, that had six months off and um yeah so that was that's kind of in a nutshell and then in 2019 was when we had the girls
0: so, did you when you um, went back to Shopo with X? Did yep. you have an au pair then? Is it the same au pair that you've got N- now? Or?
1: No, no. We had um, a nanny. Um, we actually shared a nanny with another girl I met in mother's group, and that nanny was oh, she was amazing, and she's gone now. She um she was she's got she has a daughter a year older than X, mm-hmm. and um. Th- just having her, like I understand, like I really feel strongly about childcare. I think it's really good for the development of children, for their social skills and, you know, just things that you don't think of as a parent or have mm. time for because you've got a 100,000 other things you're doing at a time, whereas they're there solely to look after and guide your child. But I think because he was six months old um, and, to be fair, I actually couldn't get him into a childcare. So we managed to get this nanny and her name was Kat and she was just the best thing that... like. could have happened because she had a baby or a little daughter a year older probably two years older actually um Sophie and so they kind of become close to Sophie and um Kat was just amazing and it took so much pressure off you know having to get home right on the dot um unless you get child child care you know extra rates and she would be available for extra babysitting and she just became like his auntie like Mm. it was so she was amazing but she's gone back to or she's nearly gone back she's doing a big tour of australia with her kids at the moment Mm -hmm. and then she's going back to the czech republic so um yeah so that's hat and then we've got an au pair for the girls because we just realized that um especially with having Xavier I'm trying to be fair to him yeah um we need another set of hands at home Mm -hmm. so we've got um Midori who is also I've just been so lucky with the people that I've found in my life um Midori is magic um mm. and she is actually a NICU nurse from Japan oh, wow. um so it's like I've t- taken home one of the nurses from the hospital yeah. she just she, oh she's the God, boss Nikki. I'm like can we do this what are we, are we allowed to do this like she, well, you tell me so yeah she and she just loves them like they're her own daughters um and she's oh, really good with ex want. too so mm. yeah
0: I just, I'm like you can't go home so <laughs> you here forever now <gasps> I yeah, know. You're um, out. So my, I'm a, I'm from Tassie originally, and have li- lived in Melbourne for about ten years, on and off. Um, and I've never, I've been to Sydney for work, but I've never, I don't know a lot about Sydney. But my best friend lived there for a while, and she was sort of saying, um, she worked for a large bank up there, and a lot of working professionals up in Sydney. Um, she mentioned, is it quite common to do the that nanny sharing? She was saying a lot of um, professionals yeah. do, do that in Sydney.
1: Yeah, I found – yeah, it's kind of a – well, from people that I've worked with, it's definitely a common kind of thing because childcare is hard to get into. And I actually had Xavier on childcare lists before he was born. And, Mm. I mean, I could have pushed it to try and get him in. Like, you know, I didn't really follow it up all that much. I'm sure I could have. But after he was born, I just just was like – oh. And look, I would have done it if I had to. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with childcare because, Mm. you know, he goes childcare now and he loves it. But I just felt so much more secure leaving him with just one other baby and the nanny, um, I just, it was probably more so for my own anxiety yeah. and also just allowed me that bit more flexibility to, yeah. if I was running late, it wasn't going to be like, you know, the worst thing ever. Or, yeah. uh, you know, they
0: weren't gonna You're going to be the, the last one to pick up a child and yeah. get that disapproving look. Yeah, so, yeah. Did you exactly, go back, what, yeah, what days so, did you get full time at that stage or? No,
1: I went back um, three days a week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in, that was, in the end, it was such a big job. Like we'd grown, the, the company had grown a lot and um, I, it probably outgrew my capacity and I really couldn't give any more than three days. Mm. Um, I was doing so much work already at home. Um, so I had to sadly leave Shopo, um just because um, it wasn't aligned anymore with like what I could actually do. So, mm. yeah. Um, but that's, you know, it, these things happen in life like... You, this is you know um things change I was only thinking of this other yeah things change and um i was only talking to someone about this the other day samantha will she's a good friend of mine and she when i left jupee years ago and i'd been there for like seven years and that was the job that had the kardashians and everything mm. and um and she was like one door um closes but another door opens mm. and you know that's really stuck in my mind um like you know i've always been fearful or no i can't not have a job because it's been such a big part of my life but um yeah, I think if you have got to look after yourself not yourself first, but your health and yeah um your mental health and yeah, just make sure, you know, that everything do your best. Um and if something's not right, then you you've got to change it for yourself. So. Yeah,
0: no one else is gonna change to you. it, right? Like no. Did um and I find it amazing the amount of um particularly I think first time mums, it tends to be really common that start these incredible businesses like after becoming mums like what you've done with your swaddle sort of thing like and um, yeah it's you no know, it's really co- you hear a lot of people all of a sudden that creative part of our brains just get opened up when we become mums because you're kind of like I don't know whether it's just an it, it, it just going bugger and I'm just going to give something a go or whether an idea finally comes into your head and it's just yeah you just put it into action yeah I think a bit of both oh yeah, yeah absolutely because you're kind of at home like in a bit of a bubble like Mm. I mean
1: and I'm only talking about my own experience but you kind of like not lonely but it's kind of like even though you're so busy Mm. you've got a lot of time to kind of think and yeah so um you can kind of i guess do good with that as well as get into your own head a little bit too much but um definitely yeah you can there's kind of that opportunity to come up with ideas or yeah, yeah um yeah. yeah that's
0: awesome so what do you think will happen for the future of career for you like do you have any plans at this oh, stage
1: oh god
0: not sure. like the million
1: dollar <laughs> question um I think initially I was like, oh, I'm not going to go back to work for five years. Like, like it won't be possible and the cost of it, like outweighing the actual, you know, money coming in. But I kind of think, um, so I've been doing like, they're three months old now Mm. and I'm kind of started to think, um, maybe it would be closer to the two year mark or something. I don't know. Um, I think like it may not be financially viable, but I think for myself and given the career was such a big part of my life um i feel like i would go crazy if i didn't go back to work for five years but in saying that me and my husband we decided when this all happened we we're like you know we're just going to appreciate it and we're going to enjoy mm. this because this is something really special and we've been mm. chosen for this for a reason so we're not gonna like we we were always putting trying to save and get ahead and we always had these you know plans and we're going to do this and we're going to do that and I think we're just like, you know what? We're going to, I don't know it sounds weird, but we're going to go backwards for a little while. Like we're, yeah. we're not going to be saving money and we're definitely going to be having to pour money into this as well, like just to, you know, be doing it right. And we're just going to have to be okay with that mm. and um, let loose a little bit, like let go of like the control, which for me being my kind of personality, like I'm like, oh God, everything has to be right. But um, yeah, I think we're just going to have to, and enjoy the ride and where Mm. once this whole like to be fair before corona we had really good advice from our pediatrician which was basically like the babies have been pretty much in lockdown like he was just like do not let children around them don't let pretty much any adults and the reasoning he had wasn't just that they they were premature babies but they were very healthy premature babies so I think a lot of people have seen like our social media and they're like why can't we come and see the babies but they're like my pediatrician was like if one of those babies gets sick lisa that Mm. baby will end up back in hospital and then how are you going to look after that baby in hospital two babies at home plus your three-year-old you already saw how hard it was having three babies in hospital you're at home with the the three-year-olds um and coming backwards and forwards like don't do it to yourself and no one will understand the pressure of having to do that. So don't do it to yourself, look after them, have them basically isolated. You know, if someone does want to come ask them kindly not to bring their kids because it's just, it's, it's your sanity. And when, and we were really stood by that and I know people would have thought we're mental and crazy and that's okay. Like you can talk about me behind my back. That's fine. (laughs) I don't mind. (laughs) I wouldn't know anyway, Mm. but, um, but, it really has stead them for like to be super healthy babies. And now that this has happened, I'm like, well, thank God. Because yes. God knows how long that was kind of floating around, you know, possible like, you know, the two to two weeks of not having symptoms or anything. So mm. I've gotten used to isolation.
0: I was going <laughs> to say, you're a pro at this whole isolation business. <laughs> and at least now, at least now you've got no one that's going to be like, trying to knock on your door to see your babies. No, Cause yeah. at the home damn house <laughs> being in isolation too. Yeah. I was like,
1: guys, <laughs> you want to come over and see the babies? Oh you're not allowed. Oh, oh well, shame. Shame. <laughs> shame. Shame,
0: shame. <laughs> but that's the thing right? is isn't it? It's like, sometimes you just kind of suck it up. You got to suck it up and just do what you got to do at the time because nothing is, forever like no no and i think be, that's yeah in isolation no. with your babies forever it's just this is no what i have to do for this time to protect my children and this is what we've yep. we now got to do to protect yep. humanity like everyone
1: exactly and i think that i have just learned. to like if i and i was saying this to a girlfriend on the phone i wasn't with her um we <laughs> <laughs> trust me i am in isolation um, <laughs> I could not have seen any, like, in. so today's my birthday. So my birthday last year, this, oh, thank you. (laughs) This last year, like I couldn't even like predicted any of this, like no way would I have thought I would have triplets. I wasn't pregnant with triplets yet. Yeah. And no way would I have thought there was a disease going around the whole world that, you know, had the whole world terrified. And it just shows like you have the best laid plans or, you know, ambitions or, you know, And it, it doesn't matter. Like, so I think that's what going back to us talking before about what me and Brad like financially and everything was just like, you know what, like you don't know what's going to happen. So let's Mm. just try to enjoy this and just relax a little bit on, you know, what we were going to do or, you know, not being able to travel again. Like all those things will come, but like for now, like this is like something really special and it's, it is a bit of a shame that we can't share it with, um, as many people as we'd probably like to because so many people have done the kindest things like Mm -hmm. the few times I've had to take the, I've really only taken them out for doctor's appointments or things. But when I have, I've come back home or I've opened my door and there's been like a care package there, like a food pamper or, or little like at home out handmade outfits or just the nicest things from complete strangers. um, That like, I'm like, Oh my God, like I can't believe how kind people are. Um, So I would love to kind of share them a little bit more. So I'm hoping around their first birthday, we can do something like where um, hopefully, you know, this whole virus has ended and we Mm. can really celebrate them because they, they are really, you know, they're they're such a joyous thing. So Mm -hmm. um, I would love, people to be you
0: know know how grateful and thankful we are for all those kind of things that they've done well I feel like it's still good to see part of it I mean we haven't met and this is our first time talking but I totally creep on your Instagram and check it out because <laughs> I just think it's just so incredible and it's just it's just it's so intriguing to me I literally when I see things really? like this I'm yeah I'm literally like I just want to know everything like how do I like, <laughs> If, you, if oh. at the time I'd be like, tell me your whole schedule for the day. Like I'm <laughs> such a detail person that it's just, like, just look at it and go, wow. Just because I know, like, like I had, I've got two girls. They're 17 months and just over three, and they were fantastic. Oh, cute! They were, born. So they were absolutely brilliant, but it was full on. And I just think, like, yeah, just triple that. Like it's amazing. And it's, yeah, it's special and it's beautiful. So
1: oh, very you. lucky. It's amazing. Yeah, no, I am. And so many people have contacted me and I do try to like, like I'm not an influencer or anything like that. Like I really try to like reply to, um, people that like take the time to message me and stuff. Mm. And like a lot of, and because I, I, to be honest, once I found out, I like, harassed all these triplet moms that I found on Instagram <laughs> like I kind of went into this like oh my god I just out I'm, I'm having triplets please god help me yeah and now I have people kind of oh I'm having twins and do you what uh, do you recommend and it's really like like I, I remember that feeling and even for a single baby like I'm like go and get this this and this these are the best products and but it's funny a girlfriend she lives like two doors down and she's like Lisa I just love your stories I'm like oh my god I just think they're so boring like because all All I do all day is feed and bathe babies, like... On the reg and she's like, "No, no." So hey, today you're content. in your
0: I'm you're like- in your wedding dress. Like, come on, there's not much better content than that. Feeding your babies and bathroom and, and doing arts and crafts in the backyard in your wedding dress, <laughs> with your wife, girl, Come on, yeah, my okay
1: op- gave me that. Isn't that the kindest thing Aww, ever? She gave me beautiful. this beautiful! And she got it engraved with my name. So yeah, yes, I yeah, it was really kind of her. So that's yeah, look, beautiful. we try to mix it up a bit and um. It, is a little bit harder now with xavier at home full-time we've taken him out of care um mm-hmm. through the whole virus so um we're definitely like all oh, right activity or let's go <laughs> for a walk where yeah, no one is and yeah, yeah it's definitely way more full now but yeah i don't know um yeah. It's good to hear out that. It's, it. um, and yeah, exactly. So. Oh yeah. No, you're very go.
0: entertaining. So I love no. your optimism and you just, I think you just kind of like, I think if anything really bad happened, you would just laugh. Are you that kind of person? Are you just like, Oh, oh just I'm just gonna like, like, yeah, push
1: through this. in trouble. I get
0: in trouble for laughing at <laughs> I
1: laugh at the wrongest things. And, it's like, oh, shit. and I was and like, I'm not trying to laugh. I'm really not trying to laugh. Like, I just don't know what to do do some tell the news because Oh, my helpful.
0: God. That's a coping mechanism. <laughs> I know. It's like, hide fly. I'm like, laugh. <laughs> Well, I'm very, very conscious that you have triplets and a three-year-old and everything going on at home, and that it's also your birthday today. So I'm so appreciative of you coming on. Thank you so much. I feel like there's so oh, much that so many me. would get out of this, And I just think, yeah, I love your very laid-back and positive and optimistic approach to life. Oh yeah, my husband so wouldn't so say that. He would ah, definitely not say laid-back. <laughs> <laughs> routine. Don't mess with the routine. No God. No. Well, they get the worst side of it. So that's you know, it's yeah, exactly. Side. They just get the worst. Poor side Brad. Of but yeah thank you so much you've been fantastic oh thanks for having me pleasure thank you everyone for listening this was episode 19 um we'll talk to you all in the next episode and i'll just finish off this episode with some motivation from my little baby girl ivy who is three go go give mommy do it again go give mommy
1: good job